So our next question comes from Liz, and this is a big one. She said, bullying of you and other staff members by your supervisor or line manager when you're all in the vulnerable position of being on fixed-term contracts and reliant on them for employment and future references. Bullying involved criticising uh, people to other colleagues behind their back, being overly negative and critical about their work in front of them and in, in the front of the whole team. Colleagues known to be found crying in the toilets over the supervisor's behaviour. They're in academia and most people are doing a four-year PhD with this supervisor or are reliant on his funding for their fixed-term postdoctoral employment and it, they're usually on contracts. When and how do you report this to HR to protect yourself and others from this behaviour, given that this will very likely result in the termination of your employment contract and PhD students who are technically not employees, unlikely to be able to change supervisor midway through their PhD research project? Ooh. Wow. It's really complex. There's so many factors. There's, I'm really noting the power imbalance as well here. Yeah. Usually you've got more of a, I guess there's not this really strong dynamic of like their funding, the contract mm. dynamic, the fact that you're doing a PhD research project it would be really, really difficult to change supervisors. Yeah. Academia I've heard as well. It's one of those places that I would not want to be in HR. I've heard that it can be really challenging to manage the behaviour of professors and things because potentially if they are very well esteemed in their field and they bring in a lot of research funding that can outweigh some of their behaviour sometimes and people get away with stuff, I've heard. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let's dig into this a little bit to talk to Liz about what she can do. And, I mean, in all of this stuff, there's all this advice Sarah and I can give you about what you should do, but it really comes down to what you want to do. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Because if you want to, I mean, for me, I wouldn't want to try and get a contract there if that's the dynamic. Like I'd want to finish my PhD if that's my priority. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd want to be employed there because that sounds so toxic to me. Now I'm not in academia. I don't know all the ins and outs and I imagine getting jobs is difficult. But I just think that's just not an environment. If that's how it works and there's been mm. lots of people who've had that experience before you. I And I completely agree with you, Shell. And I think I sometimes find this challenging because – I come from a place of being very pragmatic when I'm giving advice to people, particularly like in this situation. And it can come across sometimes as though I'm condoning the behaviour, which I'm absolutely not. You shouldn't have to be in this environment. But in terms of giving advice to someone who actually exists like Liz, well, yes, you should be able to complain to HR and it all gets fixed, but is that actually the way it's going to happen? You've got to think about yourself and what's going to be the best result for you in all the circumstances, not in some hypothetical world that we unfortunately don't live in. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
I would be looking at what's happened in the past. So using that to inform how you make your decisions. So if this has been a long-term thing, which it sounds like it has been, I'd be talking to other employees to understand, okay, has anyone who's gone before me tried to address this? And if so, what has happened? If they have, and we've since had a HR change, like let's say there's a new HR leader or something, well, why not give it another go and see what happens? But approach it in the ways we've talked about first. So you might approach it. If there's bullying, that is a really serious thing and we don't want to just, like you said, Sarah, say, well, that's how it is, deal with it. That's not Mm. what we're saying. But we're wanting you to think through what's your ultimate outcome? Like you want to finish your, I imagine you want to finish your research project. Mm. So what's the best way to get that done? Okay, well, I keep going with what I'm doing, but I might have a off the record chat with HR to say, this is what's happening. I'm finding this very stressful. Now, again, you document the conversation so that you have that in writing so that they can't terminate you later on the basis of a complaint. Yes. Yep. But you're just taking those steps to test, is this set in stone or is this issue actually able to be changed? Yeah, completely agree. And I I thought, you know, is there someone else that you trust maybe in another department or another senior person who you could just chat to to say, hey, what do you think I should do? And get their input from someone who's been in the organisation and seen how things worked. What do they think? Is there someone else as a head of department that you might be able to speak to or is it HR that's the best place to go? Depends in some organisations, you know, what's going to get you the most traction. I also suggest documenting things, keeping notes. Again, if you decide not to do anything right now, you may change your mind later and you may want to remember what dates things happened, you know, what... When was it that someone was humiliated in front of everyone? And I would also say that if you do go more formal with that complaint, put some thought and time into what the content of that complaint is. I have seen this sometimes before in these kind of bullying complaints and issues where it kind of becomes just a bit of an info dump of every single thing that this person's ever done. And some of those things to an HR person looking through the lens of what constitutes bullying, some of those incidents in and of themselves aren't inappropriate in a whole string they might be but try and focus on okay what are the three key things that I want to talk about or is there one particular incident that happened and it should have affected you not this person bullied that person and they were crying but you didn't see any of it does that make sense like pick something strong if you're going to go forward with a complaint have a think about what you go forward with it's going to make HR's job easier if you've got that thought through. Yeah, I love that of picking something you've actually experienced or seen firsthand. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be that it's directed at you, but you've seen it firsthand yes. outplay and yep. you can be a voice or an ally for someone who maybe has been bullied. And again, you want to show the repeated like sometimes we think, oh well, the one-off incident, but we also need to know that bullying is this thing of it's repeated behavior. Yeah. So how do we not bring up and do the info dump of every single thing that's, and there's a lot of hearsay in there, but maybe you've got a couple of strong points. Like you might have two things that you've seen that really validate the pattern of behaviour. Yes. Yep. Correct. And it's not to say, you know, don't include things. It's more just if you come with something like, oh, well, I've seen two different people crying in the bathroom and it's because of the supervisor. There's not a lot I can do with that don't lead with that. You can include it, but like, give me something that I can investigate to prove, okay, this situation where they humiliated someone and XYZ people were there and it was unfair because of XYZ reason. That's going to be much more useful for me to look into rather than 
someone said they were crying because of a supervisor. 